Galatians chapter 5, we'll actually start in verse 13 through 26. If you don't have a Bible, there should be a Bible in front of you in the pew. I invite you to, to use that this morning. Galatians chapter 5, starting in verse 13, which reads, For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not yours, use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. Verse 16. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evidence, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Here ends the reading of God's Word. This morning we have a special guest, um, familiar to most of us here, Matt Cavernon, uh, who serves, he and his family, in East Asia um, but is on furlough here. He's going to be sharing uh, God's word this morning. So would you help me welcome Matt as he comes and as he shares uh, this morning? Welcome, Matt. Thank you, Pat. Thank you. Is this, is this working? Good, good. Um, lots of thanks for many of you who have been praying for me as I prepare. and uh, Keep praying. Don't stop. <laughs> um, I'm nervous, uh, but also very excited to uh, share God's Word with you this morning. Uh, let me start by praying. Uh, gracious and merciful God, who, whose power is perfected in weakness, um, come, I mean, work this morning in, in our hearts. I pray that you would produce a fresh, uh, new uh, confession in our hearts of, of our sin and our weakness, and, and uh, fresh faith in your mercy and grace that you poured out on us through your Son, Jesus Christ, um, and fresh joy in, the, in, our, in our salvation, in the fact that we're your sons and daughters, um, and then fresh faith, too, in your in your spirit to empower us to uh, love our neighbor uh, as ourself, uh, to, to join with you in your work of, of um, for your glory and for the joy of all the peoples, uh, uh, 
yeah, join with you in that work. So help us, God. Work powerfully through your word. Um, Work powerfully through this weak uh, vessel, please. Uh, In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, So during the last few years, I've noticed that um, so much of the time I feel... I feel like I'm striving, not resting. I feel a lot of pressure and, and anxiety and stress, not, not so much peace and joy that, that we just read about. Uh, I feel afraid, not confident in God's faithfulness. Um, I, I've felt these, these kind of negative emotions as I've uh, gone out to share my faith with uh, East Asian people. I've also felt them as I've not gone out to share my faith because of fear, because of uh, busyness with other lesser things. Um, I've felt this, this kind of, these things as, as uh, Laura and I have, have argued about how our family spends our limited uh, time and energy. Um, I've felt them as I've tried to love my kids, but been really frustrated and discouraged at times. Um, I felt them as I've, uh, as I've led, you know, I, I lead over there, and I, so I lead prayer times, lead people in Bible study, um, disciple, young staff, uh, have to make hard decisions, and I, I've felt these things a, a lot, a lot more than I wanted to, want to. But, but God has helped me admit uh, lately these emotions to myself um, and others, uh, and him, and, and to see that, uh, and also to see that these are different than, than what he promised, than the fruits of the Spirit, and that what, what he seems to offer us as, as the abundant life. Um, so I've been asking God why these last couple of years. What's going on? Uh, what am I missing here? And, and he's answering, um, slower than I hoped, uh, different than I expected, <laughs> but, but he's answering. It reminds me of when Jesus said, ask and you will receive. If a, if a father asks for bread, the fa- excuse me, if a son asks for bread, the father's not going to give him a rock. Uh, God says, if you who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, of course I'm going to give you good things. So God is, is giving me, he's answering my prayer, but... It's not been the instant kind of rest and peace and joy and, and, and love that I was hoping for. Um, it's actually the, the path towards these, these good things that he gives us in his son has, has been um, included a lot more confession of sin than I was hoping for. <laughs> um, uh, sins, two main sins I want to confess to you. Uh, The first is the sin of loving the glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. Do you remember that Jesus said that about the Pharisees once? Um, It it fits me too. (laughs) In in other words, I I often compulsively strive to meet one more expectation, please one more person, impress just one more person instead of actually loving God. God or, or, or loving people. Um, so I, I, I break another promise to my wife.
or child to, to, to do one more thing. So, you know, not, not all missionary overwork is, is good and because of compassion for the lost. Um, and then I sometimes, you know, I, I blame others, especially my family, for, for holding me back from making disciples of all nations. <laughs> uh, but she's not holding me back. She's, she and others have, have helped me to see my sin, to see my self-righteousness, to see my image manage, that, that my image management program is, is actually going to destroy me and, and not going to bring God glory or, or help people uh, be saved. Uh, so the, another sin is the sin of loving accomplishment more than the people I'm talking to. So I use uh, opportunities of, of, to share the gospel or to preach God's word instead of as a chance to glorify God and love people. I can use them as a, as a chance to, to prove to them or, or myself or, or, or the readers back home that I'm a good missionary. <laughs> um, I'm a good spiritual leader. And I, I'm ashamed of those things. Um, um, but uh, Christ has taken away that shame. So, I, so I'm not, right now I'm not ashamed. I'm, I'm, I, it's true, and, and, but Jesus has forgiven me. We sang about that this morning. So, so confession has been huge for me. Um, yeah. And, and I believe this is the first step in the two-step process of walking by the Spirit or of loving, loving our neighbor by the Spirit. And so now I want to get to the, to the passage. Uh, Galatians, as many of you know, is written by Paul. Um, it's God's word through Paul. And Paul was a missionary in, in the Mediterranean area. And he uh, shared the gospel with many, uh, went all around sharing the gospel and, and planting churches. And, um, and so in Galatia, there were several churches planted. And, and, and Paul... Um, you know, preach the gospel to these, these, these churches. And he, he taught them that a person is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. This is the, the real gospel. And, and then the Judaizers came in, and they said they pre- preached a different gospel, a false gospel. The Judaizers uh, said that, yes, it's faith in Christ, but you have to add circumcision. You have to add observing uh, these days and months. And uh, so it's, it's Christ, it's faith in Christ and, and dependence on His grace plus human effort that will justify you before God and that will uh, help you grow in, in Christ-likeness. And in, in uh, Galatians 4.17, it's, it's interesting, it, it stuck out to me, it says, um, you can look there if, if you want, Galatians 4.17, it says, they make much of you. But for no good purpose. It means the Judaizers to the, the Galatian believers. He said, they make much of you, but for no good purpose. They want to shut you out that you may make much of them. I, I can relate to that motive. That you may, you know. They, so, uh, so anyway, so Galatians. God through Paul wrote Galatians to these believers to, to thwart the corruptive influence of these legalists, these Judaizers. And so after most of Galatians, he's clearly renouncing the legalism of the Judaizers. Um, Paul, Paul knows the objection the Galatians are going to have. They're going to say, well, if, if, if people don't, don't have these, the, the law, if they're not under the law, and if, they don't, if we don't need to add human effort and rule following to be justified before God or to grow in Christ-likeness, 
then the gospel you preach, Paul, is going to lead to fleshly living. It's going to lead to people doing whatever they want, whenever they want. And so Paul, in, in verse 13, he says, yes, you're called to freedom, but don't use your freedom you know, to indulge your, your sinful desires. Use your freedom to, to love one another. But, but what does that look like? How do, we, um, how do we do that? How do we love our neighbor? Um, not not in, in bondage to the law, but, but in the freedom that, that we have in, in the gospel. And, and that's what I want to talk about today. Uh, walking by the Spirit or loving our neighbor by the Spirit. But first, I, I want to, um, before we get into the right way to do it, there's two wrong ways. In, in a sense, this is a, I'm not an artist, but anyway, this is, a, uh, this is supposed to be like a narrow road. Um, and on the left side is kind of a steep cliff. And on the right side is kind of a steep cliff, but we're kind of walking on this narrow road by the Spirit. And uh, on the left side is pride. Uh, uh, in, in other words, this is how do we, how do we love? How do we, uh, how, yeah, how do we love? We could just call it that. Uh, one, one way is by pride. I can do it. I, I grew up in a good church. I'm from a good family. I, I've been a missionary 14 years. I can do this. I can share my faith. I can preach a sermon. I can do it. Um, or, or maybe, um, you know, for you, it might be, you know, I can, I, and, and if I can just have a long enough quiet time or be disciplined enough in my quiet times or if I can just go to church every Sunday or if I can just stop watching this or stop doing that or start doing this or read this book, then I can get it. I can, I can fix myself. I can... I can make myself a good, a good Christian, or I can, I can make myself pleasing to God. So the focus is on me. It's up to me what I can do. And, and effectively, um, and this is, of course, what the Judaizers were saying, is, is it's up to you. You can do it. It's up to you. Um, and, and, so, and so we strive. Um, and, and, and on the other side, the, the other way that we respond maybe to Christ's commands and his promises even, is, is resignation. I quit. Uh, I'll just do whatever I want. It's too hard. God, Jesus, your, your commands are, are too great. Love your neighbor as yourself? Are you kidding me? I can't do that. Um, you know, we, we don't believe. We don't believe his commands, so we just, we just kind of give up and, and do whatever we want. And instead of, of, of seeking uh, life and, and joy... Uh, and hope and, and love in, in Christ and by His Spirit, we, we find life and joy by, um, you know, just the temporal comforts and enjoyments here on earth. TV, money, sex, food, sports, traveling, clothes, looks, people pleasing. Um, and and uh, we just try to find life in those and kind of give up on, on, on ever really pleasing Jesus or, or, or walking by the Spirit. Um, yeah, so, so these are some of the ways I believe we fall off the path of walking by the Spirit. But now let's get into the, the text here in verse 16. Um, and, and let's see what we can learn about walking by the Spirit. Um, so first, but I say walk by the Spirit. This is Paul, God through Paul's command to us. Walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. So, so, so walking by the Spirit is, is the opposite of, of gratifying the desires of the flesh. The desires of the flesh, that's our sinful nature. That's our sinful desires. 
And um, I, I didn't really realize I had a sinful desire that for, for a long time. Uh, that's how messed up I was. In, in verse 17, the, uh, for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. So, so there's this flesh and spirit within all of us. And, and it says that they, this, keep, this, this kind of conflict within us keeps us from doing the things we want to do. In other words, all of us, every one of us here, we're, we're never doing the things we want to do. And we're always doing the things we want to do. We're either doing the things the Spirit wants to do, or, or we're doing the things the flesh wants to do. But whenever we choose one, we're choosing against the other. And so, 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 so we always have this... I believe Paul is teaching us here that we always have this conflict within us. We're, we always have this sinful desires that we're choosing against or, or giving into. And, and, and I, I want to make clear, too, that this, this conflict is for, for believers. Um, Christ, in, in John 3, said we have to be born of the water and of the Spirit. So when, as, as we trust in Christ as our Savior and, and trust Him and let Him be Lord of our lives, we, we, um, we receive the Holy Spirit. And, and so from that moment on, we, we have, as believers, we're a new creation and we have the Spirit within us. Before that, we have no Spirit um, but for all of us who are believers here, there's this conflict raging within us. And um, verse 18 says, But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. So again, this is in, in, uh, in Galatians. Paul talks about this. We're not justified. We're not under the law for our justification. Um, but we've been crucified with Christ and we're dead to the law and, and we're alive to Christ. And, and then going on to verse 19. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry. And, and I won't read all of those, but th- these, are, these words are, are um, what our flesh produces in our lives when we let it run, run amok. Um, yeah, so, so we all carry around our, this, this flesh in us. And the flesh is the sinful desires, the, the temptations that we all face cons- constantly. And, and when we give in to them, when we let our when we obey this this voice, we call it in my family the sin voice. When you obey the sin voice in your heart, this is the the stuff that happens, and and we all get that. I think if we're honest, that, that yeah, when when I listen to that, these sort of things kind of come out and and happen in my, in our lives. Um, and so, just moving on to, to twenty one. Um, the second half of 21 says, Paul says, I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Those who do such things is a warning uh, from God through Paul to, to us that, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And, and I, I looked at the Bible knowledge commentary, and it says, uh, it says this about the second half of 21. It says, This does not say that a Christian loses his salvation if he lapses into a sin of the flesh. I don't believe a Christian can lose their salvation. Uh, but and, but that it, what it does say is that a person who lives continually on such a level of moral corruption gives evidence of, of not being a child of God. So there's a danger when we, when we see these warnings just to kind of skip over them because they might make us uncomfortable. But I, I don't think Paul wants us to do that. And, and so um, 
yeah, I don't know what, who, who might need that warning from God this morning. But if, if, if our lives are dominated by unrepentant sin, then, then God through Paul warns us that we need to make sure we're, we, we're trusting in Christ, the, the real powerful Lord and Savior to, to save us and not some kind of magic words we said one time. Uh, moving on to, to 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Um, these are just like when we give into the flesh and we give into the sinful desires. Uh, it produces these, these works of the flesh, these terrible things. But when we give into the Spirit, when we, when we follow the Spirit, then He produces in our lives and in our hearts this kind of fruit. Abide in me and I will abide in you and, and you will bear much fruit. Um, and, and so, and then we, uh, we go to, to verse 25. He says, uh, if we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. He's repeating that we need to walk by the Spirit. This is active. This is intentional. This is not natural. So, so the right response to God's commands is not saying, I can do it. Okay, God, you, I got your back on this one. Don't worry, I got this. You can, you can go help somebody else now. I, I, I'm going to do this. Um, I can love, you know, I, yeah. And it's not saying, I quit, it's, your commands are too hard, I, I'm not going to do this. But it's, it, we, we love each other by the Spirit. And, and what does that mean now? Um, I, I believe this, Galatians teaches this, I believe this, this it, it's a two-step process. So walking is left foot, right foot, right? Left foot, right foot, two, two feet, two steps. I believe the whole of, of Scripture teaches these two steps, and Galatians again teaches it. The first step is confession. Confession. We confess our sin. We admit that we have a flesh. We admit that we have sinful desires. We have temptations. And that we've given in to those temptations far too often. And, and we admit that we have doubt. We admit that we doubt God's promises. We admit that we don't... Sometimes we, we don't want to obey, and we even intentionally uh, sin. We admit that we, we love ourselves and, and more than we love God and, and, and love others. Um, we admit that we love wrong things. Um, this is confession. We, uh, Psalm 51 says, A broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. God, um, He knows. He, you know, it feels scary kind of at first to start confessing our sins to God. At least it, it does to me. But it helps me to remember that, you know, God knew this long ago. <laughs> he, he knew it long before I did, that I, that I had these sinful uh, desires and thoughts and motives. No matter how evil they are, He knew them long ago, and He still sent His Son to die for us and, and saved us. And He still even calls us to serve Him. And not because he, didn't think, he thought we were better than we actually are. In fact, he, he, he knows how terrible we are. In fact, He knows more than we know. And, and he kind of slowly, gently reveals those things to us. Because I think if we saw it all at once, we would just be crushed and we'd, we'd, we'd give up entirely. So graciously, mercifully, he slowly shows us our sin more and more and draws us into a deeper, uh, uh, more complete confession and repentance. Um, and, and for me, um, part of confession, too, is confessing my, that I'm that I'm just a human being that is confessing my weakness and my human limitations. Um, and this isn't sin. It's not sin to be human. But, but um, to me, it, it, 
I, I need to do that. God, you know, you didn't make a mistake when you only gave me 24 hours um, uh, in a day. And you, you're, you're mighty to accomplish your purposes with and without me, often without me. And that's okay. Um, so I don't, we don't need to love everybody and meet everybody's needs. Um, so, and, and then as we confess, you know, 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So God's grace through his son, through Jesus Christ, death and resurrection is, is sufficient to cover all our sins. But so, so we confess our sin and our weakness, but, but that's not enough. You know, I think probably the, you know, the, the drunks down at the bar... They, they do this one pretty well, probably better than a lot of us in church here. They, they're willing to admit their sin and their, their weakness, um, but that's not quite enough to walk by the Spirit. The second part is, uh, is belief, or, or, or believe. So we confess and we believe. We confess and we believe. And for me, this is constant. <laughs> at least at, when I'm walking by the Spirit, it's constant. And when it stops, then I'm in trouble. Um, but, but it... So, so what's this belief? Well, of course, we believe the gospel. Uh, we believe that he, he's forgiven us and, and will continue to forgive us. And, and we believe that our righteousness is, is based not on our own uh, efforts and, and successes, but it's based on Christ. It, we have the righteousness of Christ. Um, it, if you turn, turn to Galatians 3, uh, 2 through 4, I want to read this. I encourage you to, to go back and read over Galatians and, and check and make sure I'm, I'm preaching God's word accurately. I think, you'll, I think I am. Verse 2 through 4. Let me ask you only this. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law or by hearing with faith? And, and that's kind of a rhetorical question. He means, come on, you dummies, don't you remember? You, 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 you received the Spirit. You were saved not, not by your works but by hearing with faith. And then he says, are you so foolish? Having begun by the Spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? Yeah, so you, what, what? Are, you, are you growing in Christ by, by your own efforts? Are you being, you know, loving one another by your own efforts? He says, do you suffer so many things in vain? If indeed it was in vain, does he who supplies the Spirit to you work and work miracles among you do so by works of the law, by human effort, by striving, or by hearing with faith? And, of course, he means it's by hearing with faith. We're saved by hearing the gospel, confessing our sins, and faith in Jesus Christ. And we're also, we also grow in Christ-likeness the same way, by confessing our weakness and sin and receiving power from God to transform us and So, so what does this, you know, look like? I, I, I think, you know, and it's kind of terrifying at first, I think, to walk by the Spirit. It's easier to, 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 to walk by pride and say, I can do this and kind of keep control and, and it's on my terms and it's my way. Or, or it's easy just to give up and, and, okay, I'll just go back to what's familiar and comfortable and, and do that. I'm not going to try to follow you, Jesus. Um, so it's kind of terrifying. Uh, Back in November, we did an evangelism training in, in one of the uh, cities in, in our region, and, and I, I shared um, what this, this message, something like this message, with, with those very new believers who are learning to share their faith, and, uh, and, and then after about a day and a half, or well, a day of training, the last part of the training is to go out 
and, and share, share the gospel with some strangers on a university campus. And inevitably, there was about 15 people there that were being trained and were going to go out. And some of them were petrified. Some were fired up and excited. But some of them were really scared. Inevitably, there's a really timid little young East Asian lady who uh, is real timid and shy. And she's just petrified. What am I going to do? And, and so, you know, we, we, I called her, we called her to walk by the Spirit. Do this. Love these people by the, by the Holy Spirit. And what does that mean? So confess. You know, don't try to just... Um, I don't know, kind of give yourself a good enough pep talk to kind of get yourself fired up enough to do it. Confess to God that you're petrified. Confess to God that you're, you're scared. And, and, and then ask Him to give you courage. Jesus, uh, ask Him to, to empower you and, and give you love. And, and so um, you know, one of the young ladies did that. And, and it was so fun that when they came back after sharing their faith for a couple hours on campus, we came back and we had a sharing time. And, and it, it's always so fun. And, and again, it was so fun to hear this young lady say, I, God met me. You know, I, I, I did that. And, and God helped me. He gave me courage to talk to a stranger. I never talked to strangers. <laughs> but he gave me courage to do it. And, and, and this person, they really were interested. They didn't trust Christ, but, uh, but they were really interested. And... I'm, I'm so excited. God met me. This, this, the Holy Spirit, He's real. Like, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, it's terrifying, though. You know, it's terrifying for me coming to, to preach to you because I, I know all the messed up motives in my heart. And, and, and also, I, I know that the Word of God, this is a serious thing to preach God's Word. To me, it's, it's a, and, and I know to many of you, it's a very serious thing. And I don't want to mess it up. One, because I just don't like messing up. <laughs> and, and two, because, um, because this, you know, you can, you know, if you miss a shot in a basketball game is one thing, but to preach God's word inaccurately is, is, a, is a problem. It's a serious problem. So, but, so it's terrifying. But, so I've been constantly confessing these last week and, and trying to constantly confess my, my weakness and my, my sins and ask God to empower me. And, and, but it's terrifying. Um, at first, yeah. Um, okay, so um, I, I just want to look at a couple uh, promises of God that 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 help that I think about as I think about believing. What do I? What am I believing? Um, first one is um, whoever believes in me, as the Scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. So. Um, so, so God promises to give us the Spirit to satisfy all of our needs and thirsts and then to flow from us to minister to others. So we should believe this promise. We have to believe this promise that God will meet all of our needs and, and He will empower us to, to minister to others. Um, second, uh, when the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. As I'm studying this passage, Holy Spirit, help me understand it. Help me teach it accurately. Um, not that we... You know, we, we don't study and, and, and read and learn from others. But in the end, am I trusting in my own efforts to, to understand this, this text accurately? Or am I, am I ultimately trusting in God to, to graciously lead and guide me? And so there's peace instead of anxious striving. Uh, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. Uh, man, I... We all need wisdom every day. We all make tons of decisions every day as we, as we parent in our workplace, um, etc. Uh, 
Of course, we, we use our minds and we use our, the, the ways we, we, uh, and we read and we, we seek to learn. But ultimately, are we trusting in ourselves to make the right choice or trusting in some person to advise us? Or do we really trust that God's going to give us the wisdom that he promises here? It, um, so it's, it's believing. It's confessing my, my lack of wisdom. <laughs> confessing my fear that you're not going to show up. But then believing that he's going to show up. The fruits of the Spirit... Um, yeah, that I don't have love, God. I, I, forgive me, but, but then give me love. Give me love for, for the, these people, my children, <laughs> sometimes. Um, Acts 1.8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and, and to the ends of the earth. So, so the, the power for witnessing, it doesn't come from, you know, trainings and kind of given enough good pep talks to ourselves. I, I think the trainings are helpful. The pep talks can be helpful. But, but ultimately, we, we need the Holy Spirit to come and, and, and empower us. And it's scary. It's scary for all of us to share our faith, even missionaries. And, uh, and, and, and so, um, you know, uh, but, but are we confessing that to God? We need to confess that to God and then ask Him to come and give us, give us fresh love, give us fresh Humility, give us fresh confidence in, in Him and in the gospel, and, and, and work powerfully. So, um, next slide. Um, yeah, so, so again, walking by the Spirit is two steps. Uh, confess, I, I can't. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a mess. <laughs> I, I have sin. I, I'm weak. But, but believe, you know, you can, God, you can. You're mighty, you're faithful, you're good. Uh, you, you long to give good gifts to your children. You're not going to withhold this. Um, so, um, so, you know, for me, uh, this, this has been a, some steps towards uh, the rest that, that Christ offers instead of the striving. Um, it's been steps towards the peace and the joy that God promises instead of the anxious and, and toiling and kind of stressful hoping, <laughs> kind of hoping. Um, and uh, it's been, it's been uh, as I, you know, I've confessed these things and, and, and tried to believe his promises. And, and, and yeah, and, and from, from fear to love, uh, fearing people and using people uh, instead of loving them. And, and God's moving me in that direction. And um, we're going to, by way of application uh, for you, um, you know, what area of your life, of your own life, kind of comes to mind as, as, I, as I talk and as we, we look at um, these truths from God's Word? Uh, which of God's commands or promises are you thinking about? Maybe it's um, sharing your faith with a, a family member. Well, it's so hard. Maybe it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it, what it is, but, but I, I know that some of you probably, um, like me often, still think you can do it, still think it's up to you, it's up to me, I, I can do this, if I just have a longer quiet time, if I just study the Bible more, I'll kind of figure it out. Um, now, of course, quiet times, prayer, Bible study, very important, but what are you trusting in? Are you trusting in, in God? To, to empower you and, and lead you? 
and, and produce love and, and joy and, and faith, even faith in, in your heart? Or are you trusting in yourself to kind of do enough and make it work? It's up to, it's up to me. Um, and so I pray for, for, for you that um, this morning um, you would be freshly uh, aware of, of your limitations, that apart from Christ you can do nothing. And, and that um, and maybe for some of you, I, I pray that, that you'd be freshly convicted of sin, uh, unbelief in your heart or, or wrong motives in your heart. Um, and and I, I pray that so that you could more completely fall on the grace of God and receive his grace and forgiveness and mercy and, and spirit to empower you for the works that, that he's calling you to. And, and some of you, you feel your sin and your weakness so much that you fall off the, the right side. I, I can't do it. I, and, and you're right. You can't do it, actually. You can't do it. You can't be like Christ. You can't obey Christ. You can't trust him. And that's absolutely right. But Jesus doesn't call you to do it, you know, on your own. He, he calls you to walk by the Spirit. And, and so he doesn't want you to quit but he wants you to admit to him, confess to him that you can, and then start trusting him to, to give you the, the strength and the, the power for that. So, um, so for the sake of, of God's glory, um, for the sake of, of your own heart, for the sake of your family, uh, for the sake of uh, lost people here in Grand Forks, for the sake of the, the millions around the world who've never heard the gospel and don't know a Christian and, and even their, pe- their friends don't know a Christian. For the sake of, of all these important things, let's, let's walk by the Spirit. Let's respond to Christ's uh, commands and promises with, with confession, I can't, and belief that, that God can. Let me close this in prayer. God, uh, do... Uh, we, we just... We so often uh, uh, misunderstand and, and struggle to believe uh, your promises. Our hearts are full of, of, of our, our flesh is still there, sinful desires and, and unbelief. And so, God, I, I do pray that, that yeah, for your glory, God, so that you would receive the glory as we go out and love our neighbors, that we would do it by the Spirit instead of by the best we can do, our flesh. Um, and that, and, and, and I know that as we, as we abide in you, you say that we'll bear much fruit for our joy and for your glory, God, we'll bear much fruit. So help us, God, empower us to, to minister, to, to be evangelists, to, to love one another, to love our families, to love our spouses with, with power and, uh, from your spirit, God. And, and I pray that this church would, would that we would be a, a light here in Grand Forks and that, that, um, you would receive much glory from, from the works you do in and through us because we don't do it for our own glory, by our own strength, but we do it uh, by the Spirit, God. Uh, in Jesus' name we pray, amen.